and welcome to season one, a podcast where two best friends watch, review, and recommend TV shows that only aired one season. My name is Andrew. And my name is Presley. And this week's episode is a little late. Sorry about that. I decided to turn 30, and Presley decided to go on a backpacking trip. Uh, turns yeah, little, out we do have lives. Little uh, scheduling faux pas on both of our parts. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a mishap. Uh, but we couldn't be more excited to be here presenting you this special episode that's only special by the fact that it's late. <laughs> and this week, we watched High Desert, an Apple TV series. And Presley, if you wouldn't mind, after we roll the intro song, would you please tell us about it? Yeah, hit it, Johnny. Looking the cats on the corner. Pills in the kitchen from a cough. That shit going down on the All right, everyone. So High Desert is a drama mystery show focused on Peggy, played by Patricia Arquette, a former drug dealer and current drug taker as she works to become a private investigator. Following the death of her mother and pressures from her two younger siblings, Peggy is forced uh, into trying to become a private investigator uh, and finding a missing woman who is offering, I think, a $70,000 reward uh, in order to basically uh, save the house that she grew up with and with her mother uh, with the help of a private investigator harvey uh, played by brad garrett she works to uncover the mystery surrounding the disappearance of guru bob played by rupert friend's wife in searching for the answer she uncovers a massive forged art ring and learns that guru bob's former wife was a master art forger working through the trauma of her mother's death peggy begins working on a play to perform at her side job uh, with a woman that she meets on the bus who dramatically resembles her late mother, played by Bernadette Peterson. Both the late mother and the woman that resembles her <laughs> that is currently alive is played by Bernadette Peterson. Uh, and then tries to, in the process of creating this place, trying to drum up more business uh, for their Old West Town theme park that she works at. On top of all of this, uh, Guru Bob is being extorted uh, for money for the fake paintings that he's sold to maintain his kind of extravagant lifestyle. And Peggy's ex-husband, Denny, played by Matt Dillon, is released early from prison and is trying to rekindle their relationship while also taking on criminal endeavors of his own. Through various misunderstandings and slights, there are some murders. Uh, Peggy brings Guru Bob to the theme park to have him taken in by her PI friend, only to have him run off into the desert. Meanwhile, Peggy, embracing her misleading tactics at her job, steps into a massive cannon aimed at a large target as she works to do the right thing for the first time in her life. End of season. Massive cliffhanger. Wow. Thank uh, you, Presley. Um, it should be noted that the cannon has only shot uh, four feet before and or flaming uh, rag dolls. Uh, so right. the odds that she's going to live through the cannon shot are slim to none based on the, what we've seen. Anyway. And given that the show was canceled, potentially she just died and we're supposed to be like, all right, well, she kind of was a fuck up anyway, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what we were expected expected to, to, to walk away from with that mm -hmm. ending. Um, Presley, what are your, your initial thoughts on the show? It was a rough one, man. Yeah. I, yeah. It was not, it was not strong and it, it's a bummer too, because I really like Patricia Arquette uh, like a ton. I, I think that she's very good. If you haven't watched severance, I think she's very, very good in that. It's, um, and she's very, very good in a lot of her older films. I'm a big holes fan and she's great in that film. Uh, and, and various other, other things in it. Um, she's kissing Kate Barlow for, for the record. Uh, oh we were, yeah. We were you saw, you saw my look yeah. going on. She's all, like by that virtue, she's also the school teacher, right? Who becomes kissing Kate Barlow, right? Right. Miss right. Catherine. Um, so she's great. She's great in that movie. She's great in a lot of things. Uh, I, I would name them all, but I don't want to take the time. Uh, and I found like she was just not, she was kind of sleeping through this one a little bit. She is playing like a sleepy drug addict. Yeah. Uh, but it, it felt very non-committed. Whose, whose brain is feel, like completely fried. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it felt like very literal. Like there was a manic nature that she brought to her role in severance. Yep. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, not but yet. like she brings like this really creepy, like, half super nice role half 
like crazy lady role and it works for her character in that and i thought she does a much better job in that show than this and they're obviously produced relatively close to one another and they're both on apple tv plus but uh not my favorite i also found it very challenging to follow the plot unlike uh american gigolo which also is like a similar vibe of like this kind of mystery drama unraveling thing Uh, this was much more intelligible like i could figure out what was happening uh, and all of the characters had a part to play in it, but uh, it was still kind of pretty pretty mediocre, if I'm being honest. But uh, the early first impressions, what, do you, what did you think, Andrew? Yeah, uh, I think I pretty much had the exact same impression. Uh, I, I kept watching the show um, because I had to finish it for this. <laughs> and uh, as, as it seems to be the normal comment nowadays is I finished the show because I had to. Um, do you like this torture that I started for us both? Uh, it is... Uh, how did you put it one time? It's it's an experiment in... How, how did you say that? Do you remember how you said that? It's like an experiment in in, um, in like self-torture or something yeah, like that. Yeah, self-hatred. Or you know, self-hatred, pick, something, pick something to that effect. Uh, yeah. uh, you could probably already anticipate what our, what our, um, our ratings might be. But uh, yeah, it was tough to follow. Um, I feel like we didn't have anything that resembled a plot until like episode six. Is yeah, what it felt six like. is when it kind of actually gets rolling. Yeah, um, it kind of wanders know, a lot. I couldn't, I couldn't really even see anything tying together other than the fact that it was all centralized around Peggy. And yeah, like, like she's involved experience. in all of these things, but other than right. that, it's like they don't seem very connected. Right. They do end up being connected, but yeah. it is not. You cannot see it two steps ahead. You can see like one third of a step ahead, which is not. Yeah enough yeah yeah it it was it was incredibly slow for a 30 minute average episode eight episode season yeah there wasn't a lot of tv going on right and it was very slow paced right and yeah i I totally Um, agree um yeah it just bummed me out right because i there were kind of there was some good buzz around the show prior to it happening yeah. Um, and uh, people were looking forward I mean, to it, and then the cast uh, was pretty good. Like the yeah, cast they had cast. was was pretty good. Yeah, um, everyone everyone did an okay job. I just I honestly think Patricia Arquette phoned it in, and everybody yeah. else was trying a lot harder than she was. Yeah, and it just didn't work. I would agree to that. Um, um, this is also the first time I've seen <clears throat> Bernadette Peterson in a very long time, and she is wonderful. Uh, I don't know if you've seen The Jerk. Um, but she is uh, Naven's wife in that movie. Uh, Bernadette Peterson mm. plays Peggy's the mom, mom slash yeah. bus friend. Uh, I didn't recognize her at all. Yeah, she. I haven't seen her since like the seventies, basically. Got uh, it. I don't know if she Got has it. acted in anything since then, but I uh, I was not familiar with any recent work by her, so it was fun to see her. She's not doing that much, but that's because they don't give her that much to do. Sure. Uh, also, uh, Taylor Christine, I think is her name, Christ- Christensen what is it she's ben christine taylor christine taylor i had it backwards she's ben stiller's wife she was in this she was uh peggy's younger younger sister she also has very little to do i don't know it's just like it has some fun concepts and some fun little things going on for it but it just ultimately falls a little flat um i really had hoped that they were gonna take the car that peggy basically decapitates she like cuts the top of the cabin <laughs> off in the fr- end of the first episode and i would yeah. hope she, that she would have driven it around the whole series to like show what a farce it was but then they I abandoned know. it like the next episode immediately yeah so she just ended up kind of stealing a, a car right, and yeah. it, there were no reper- repercussions for that even though she seemingly lived in a very small town where everybody literally knew each other yeah or so something i was gonna i was gonna mention i usually tend to call out when when shows take place not in like Los Angeles, Vancouver, or New yeah. York. And this show actually was filmed in the greater Palm Springs area. Uh, oh, which it was. I, okay. I know because uh, my parents live there. Uh, right. Spoilers. Uh, but uh, hi, I think they're trying to call the place High Desert, literally. And that's, as far as I'm aware, not a real place in the Palm Springs area. But it mm. is kind of encapsulating several of the different areas. Like, Palm Springs is like a multitude of suburbs, basically, in, in, in the Palm Springs area. And, like, all of the shots... Um, from like the intro sequence like there's a famous cowboy that you see in the intro sequence that uh mm-hmm. is in like the uh, the town of joshua which is at the foot of joshua tree and then they do they shoot a lot of stuff in joshua tree so like there's very clear connections to it being there and uh, they they use the landscape well like you the houses you know it feels like kind of like a breaking bad right where like you can feel the yeah. distinct nature of where they are 
it wouldn't like she couldn't be working at this old town old west town theme park in a different locale you couldn't do that in right. the pacific northwest in vancouver let's say totally. like it needs to be in kind of a dusty place yeah. so i always have to mention it so i'm gonna throw it out there uh, that i enjoyed that yeah it was great that that everything stuck around there yeah because i yeah. mean it wasn't like hey let's let's film this at the studio in la and then just make it look like you know we're somewhere else right, right? Uh, they actually. And I mean, it's not that have... far. It's further than well, like, yeah. Vasquez Rocks, right. but at least it's like not LA proper, which again, right. it's just like. Right. I like I like it because it shows that stories happen anywhere, right? And like, right. yeah, the, you know, yeah, totally. This kind of thing could happen in mm-hmm. the place where, or basically a retirement town that my parents live in, right? Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Uh, so that that's my good thing, I guess. I don't know, man. Okay. I just I'm I'm well, struggling yeah, to think about like what to talk about other than like. There was the, it's kind of weird, strange. and I like how weird it was. Mm-hmm. But like, it didn't push it far enough for me. Yeah, I think, um, man, the, okay, there was something that like kind of bugged me, and I don't okay. know if this is because it's Patricia Arquette, like how she talks, but there was a certain cadence to how she talked. Yeah, how she would like end a word in a sentence where it was just kind of like elongated or drawn out. And I, I, yeah, and this I, is what I'm talking about with like sleeping through it because like having just yeah. watched Severance, her her speech is like very focused in that. Mm. And there might so be was one or two just occasions like where it's it or... like what she sounds okay. like just slipping through. And I yeah. wonder, like, this is not a disparity against her, but I know that like when I've watched recent interviews because he's been uh, relatively popular recently of Brendan Fraser, uh, he, he he sounds really hoarse and like his voice is very different than it used to be because mm-hmm. he's had to have like multiple surgeries on his vocal cords because of all the damage he did to his voice when he was like in the heyday of his stardom in like the late nineties. Mm-hmm. And okay. this Patricia Arcout sounded something like that to me where she sounded like weirdly hoarse for the whole show for some mm-hmm. reason. And I couldn't quite place it. And maybe it's just like me not knowing her voice well enough in this day and age from when I used to watch older movies with her in it. Mm-hmm. Or if it is like, uh, what she was emulating for her character because again there might be like one or two instances in severance of that but it's not like she doesn't sound anything like this in severance to me or interesting and that i i keep bringing it up because it's just another recent work that she's been in sure because, totally like, yeah I, it's I something else to reference that's recent but yeah, yeah i just there was something there was something about the way her voice was in the show and i, I think it was just kind of her playing that character right especially by the sound of it didn't sound like in severance she really spoke like that but it just drove me up the wall i was like i mean she sounds brain dead which i guess is kind of the idea of the character and maybe that's a little harsh but like she was supposed to be kind of a fried like a brain fried druggie right yeah in a sense and she did a good job doing that um i don't know i yeah i don't feel like it's hard because like I don't have I don't feel like I have a, a ton to say because I don't have a ton that I feel like I experienced. It was just kind of, you know, watching this gal, kind of be, you know, a screw up, especially in her her siblings' eyes, right? Because they're goody two shoes. She is a drug dealer. At the beginning of the series, we see them all get arrested and. While all the kids and everything are over yeah, for they're, like they're a family vacation reunion thing or Thanksgiving. That's what yeah, it was. it's Thanksgiving. Um, and everybody's traumatized. <laughs> it's horrible. Up. They have she... like um, DEA agents like pointing AR-15s yeah. at them. Like they're at their yeah. nice, like they were having a little pool party in the you Yeah, know, exactly. Uh, so you, you kind of start with that and then she's kind of trying to rebuild her life or just kind of scrape by mom dies and then the the, the siblings kind of come for the house and for yeah. the assets and stuff um and she still lives in the house because she was the one primarily caring for um their all their mom but uh but yeah i guess her motivation really is just let's i need to try to keep the house and keep a roof over my head and preserve like the place that my mother lived and died in yeah there's but there's she a... goes about it in such an interesting way right because she's yeah. She was a drug dealer before, and she basically is just a con artist now, right? Because More if you less, really yeah. think about it, she she basically was, like, conning the people that she worked for at the theme park in a yeah. way where she just kind of, like, was like, oh, I'm doing all this work for you. And he's just, the dude's just like, well, what do you mean? And kind of, like, playing at his mom's, his mystery mom's, like, 
dementia or I don't even know. She was not a character, but she it, was a character. Right, uh, talking I, she only. wasn't. It, it's odd, yeah. right? Because I don't disagree with you, right? But then everybody at the theme park place stands up to like defend her. And she right. also like solves the mystery of who stole three grand. Like she is suspected of doing it. And then she like basically right. figures out who it is and gets the money back for them. Yeah. And then like the manager still hates her for some reason. And it's yeah. just like a weird dichotomy where like, she's not doing horrible things as a con artist. She's not just like ripping people off, but she is trying to get ahead. Right. Like the, the kind of, you know, she's, yeah. she's trying to come out on yeah. top and it always is kind of, she's always fumbling the ball a little bit. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's, it, it was just, it was strange, I guess, you know, she's got that. And then she just like goes to this right after I think she had heard about, um, the, the fact that this, this young gal was missing and there was like this guy who had art. I don't even really remember how she got introduced to Guru Bob other than the fact that maybe there was just that bounty, not bounty, I guess, but like the reward for finding yeah, out no, what that happened was it, right? to that. That was literally it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, she crashes his like party that like, yeah, like he's doing like, a, it's not like a party. It's right. like, because he became a guru, he's just like has people like his house kind of becomes oh, yeah, a yeah, commune. Yeah. And so she just kind of crashes it and then notices this like Picasso that's been missing for decades. And she's right. like, Oh wait, what's going on here? Right. Yeah. So she kind of like stumbles upon this whole thing and, um, forces her way into working for and becoming a private investigator for um, Brad Garrett's character, Bruce Harvey, which is uh, kind of much, funny, honestly, that's like much some to of his, like, things. Yeah. Much to his apprehension. Cause he's just like, my business is failing. I don't need an intern. My and entire life like, is falling apart. Yeah. But, and, but she's just like parasites her way into it. And she's like, like forces I am her way intern. into you it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, she's investigating this murder while also trying to kind of rob the dude blind. She's trying to make off with the fake she's, Picasso. She's trying to make off with the, the fake right. art and yeah. like make money so that she can keep her house. Right. So in a sense, I have to say like one, one good. Cause I'm, I'm just going to throw it yeah. out there. One good is like, you understand, even though you can't understand a lot of the story elements, and how it all ties together for most of the show, you understand her motivation. Her motivation yes, is absolutely. to stay where she lives and to make quick cash so that she can keep the house and proceed, yep. right? And just maintain yeah. her life, um, which I think is the good, right? Yes. And I that's a really low bar because at the, ba at the bare minimum, right, you should understand the main character's motivation. But that's where we're at with the show. Right. Right. I, I think as a bare minimum, we get her motivation um and, and by that a few of the other characters motivations people people she's allied with like her her ex-husband slash current boyfriend or whatever the fuck you understand his motivation because he's also trying to make cash and make his way uh post prison but uh but you don't really get a lot else um i didn't really find anything else very exciting as far as a good to pull out um, there probably might be some, you, you may have one or two and then they might, might chime with me or ring with me, but, um, I mean, bads, Patricia Harkett. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. She doesn't do a good job. Unfortunately. I wanted do, her to be a good job. A great job. I know. I the show. I know. Yeah. I was really hopeful, like seeing the cast, the cast was pretty good. Like, I think it was, um, I think it's Eric Peterson, the yeah, brother. He's the, he's the brother. Yeah. Uh, um, no, he's the uh, he's uh, the manager at the old town. Oh, who's the guy who plays um, her brother with Christine, like the other sibling with Christine Taylor? I can't remember which one it was. Uh, might be Roger. Might not be. I don't know. I don't know any of the a lot of these names. He's not but, on the cast. <laughs> um. Yeah, maybe he's not. He didn't have a very strong um, character, but no, I just I think it was interesting to see a lot of actors that I haven't seen in a really long time all kind of come together for a series. Um, my my original point was the guy who plays um, Peggy's brother is in. Uh, I literally haven't seen him in anything other than Wedding Crashers. He's the sister or the brother yeah, of. Same. 
of um, Isla Fisher's character. I can't remember her name. The one that like Vince Vaughn ends up with. And I just thought it was funny because every time he came on screen, I just thought about that movie. Oh, you know what I um, think about that he's also in? What? Mine's way more embarrassing than yours. I don't think mine's embarrassing. I think it's funny. Mine's embarrassing. Okay. Uh, he is the main villain in Paul Blart Mall Cop. Wow. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Well, I haven't seen you're that. missing out. I suppose so. Um, yeah, he, he like spoilers for paul bart Cop, a movie that came out like 20 years ago oh man uh, he like the first day is like train paul bart is training him to be the new security guard at the mall that they're working at and then he uh like double crosses him and is trying to do a bank heist uh amidst and paul bart is trying to you know stop him that's the whole point interesting uh it's keir o'donnell okay keir k-e-i-r o'donnell um in case you're a big Kira O'Donnell fan, this show is not for you. He's not barely in it. He has like um, six lines. He has like, yeah, maybe generously six lines. Um, yeah, I think Bad's um, kind of casting. Some of the some of the characters, some of the actors like played their character well. I just think there was a general problem with the writing and the plot, yeah. and kind of like an understanding of what the hell is even happening and why we're here, right? Because right? I feel like I feel like that's one of the basic answers a show should present to you fairly quickly, um, even if you don't have an in-depth understanding, is why am I sitting here in front of the TV watching this, right? Totally. And we didn't really get that, um, which is obviously not great. Yeah. Um, so that was yeah. like one of my really big, um, one of my really big uh, bads. bads was, yeah. I didn't know why I was there until basically the end. And then I was like, oh, that's it. So, yeah, I mean, um, I could probably keep going, but I, I want to know what your good specifically is because there's not a lot to pull from, but then I'll also Yeah, it's bad. a little challenging. I, I, I teased one earlier, but I do like the location. I do like right. seeing some familiar places, seeing all the windmills uh, that are outside of Palm Springs that, you know, mm-hmm. it's very iconic uh, for me, just going there frequently to visit my family. Uh, I also think... Uh, see, I'd like the story, but it's written poorly. So I don't know to make it like a good or a bad. I think like in a more competent script or tightening it up a little bit, yeah. you could have like a really interesting, compelling, like art forgery, murder kind of mystery because that's what they're going for. Right. But it's just, it does, it's not executed particularly well. So I right. want to give it a good because it was like y- unique to me. Right. Like I can't think of another similar type of show that's kind of going mm-hmm. in the same kind of weird direction. I can agree to that. I think that I like they, this, the general idea was good, yeah. Yeah, and I like this like old washed up uh woman who is on methadone, is also a drug addict, yeah. trying to suddenly become a PI for basically no reason. Like it's also like it, it it's not treated with the level of funniness that it is needed in the show. Yeah. But it is a funny concept, right? And so I think like it has the bones are right for the show, but it, it just mm-hmm. was never fleshed out and really never like given its kind of day in the sun to really like or maybe it was left in the sun too long in, in the hot desert of California. You know what I mean? Like it dried it, up. It just, yeah. It just felt like it was like a little too much of this and not enough of this. It just wasn't the, the ingredients were all right, but the ratios were all wrong. So, mm. uh, you know, that's going to be my good. I, I do think that there's some, some redeeming qualities to the overall plot. Okay. Um, for me, I had a bad and then I lost it. It'll, it'll come back. It's pretty easy to come up with bad things for the show. I was going to say, just watch five minutes of it, and you'll probably think of three. I think the bad is that it's, it's like, far too messy. It, it's all yeah. over the place. Right? Yeah, like, very much so. There's no focus to the story, and they're, like, again, the, the core mystery of the story is good, right? But the way that unravels and unfolds is not good. And yeah it leaves you feeling just confused rather than intrigued. Right. Cause it's a fine line to walk when you're in a mystery show to yeah. like, to know which is which I, I think like it, it reminded me of the way that you talked about Willow where every yeah. single thing that came up, I was like, well, when did we learn about that before? Like, sure. why are we yeah, just totally. like in like episode six or seven, we find out about her son. That's like 21 years old that we never heard I guess. about. Yeah. And is living abroad with this dude that is an actual art dealer, but is it her former husband or who like, and it's like, 
and then she has like a mental breakdown about having seen her son for the first time in a really long time. And it's like, okay, yeah. but when were we introduced to any of this? Right. right. And so it, there's like so much that is like paid off, but never set up. Yeah. And I hate that shit. Um, I love a, a good setup and payoff. And there was just like no setup for anything and too much payoff to have an ear. Like, I don't know. I don't know why this is significant. I don't know why anyone cares. The only time yeah. that, that was used effectively is when you see like all these great flashbacks when she's like tripping balls. Cause she keeps taking acid. Uh, like reminiscing about her and her mom going to play bingo right at at the native American casino and stuff like that. And then like, then she like sees a woman at a bus stop that looks like her mom. Right. And it's like, I like that kind of stuff where it's like, okay, she is, she having an hallucination is she like, I'm fine with that kind of stuff because it shows that how close they were. And you see this flashback to when her father left her mother for like a mistress. And she was like the only person like putting up a fuss about it. And everyone else was just like letting it happen. And then, like, the way that her mom, like, comforts her, it's, it, it, it's like, fleshed out. Again, a good thing that it is yeah. good character motivation. But then there's so much other stuff that's, like, oh, that's so sweet. But it's, like, why is it sweet? I don't know who these people are. I don't know what you're talking about, right? Yeah. It's not sweet. I don't, if, I, if I have no context, it's never sweet. So there yeah. was just a lot of stuff like that. It uh, honestly reminded me in what it is trying to do. It is not successful at this, mind you. But it reminds me a lot of like the kind of uh, uh, Fargo esque style writing, Coen Brothers esque okay. style writing, where things kind of just happen and they're sometimes related and sometimes not. And there's okay. often not conclusions or beginnings to things. They just kind of are in a constant flow of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just think about there's a lot of like weird happenings that are going on around these characters and they're just in the middle of it for a little while and then they float back out of it. Right. And and that's the best way I have to describe it. Maybe there's a real writing way of putting it or a real proper format to say it in, but it's just like, okay, well there's this weird guru that's doing these weird things and Peggy kind of just enters the world for a little while and then she kind of yeah. leaves, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's hard to describe, but things just kind of happen and, you can't attribute them to anything. There's no setups. There's no payoffs. It's just things happening in sequence. Yeah. I was literally just thinking about that, how there's, I think it's in like the seventh or maybe the end of the sixth episode where her and guru Bob are like tied up sitting at chairs and like being threatened by the, the like two bad guys, I guess. Yeah. Or the, the bad guy, his daughter, two of the bad guys. And they're being like threatened and like, Hey, you, stole art slash have money or whatever uh guru bob owed money to these people because he sold them because he sold them art that was fake a a forgery right um and peggy got herself wrapped up into that because of course she's trying to like sell the forged art and make a profit off of it and get a cut from it. Right. So she's kind of involved in all that. And also figure out why gurus, Bob wife disappeared or right. where she is to get the reward. Right. It's right. very convoluted. So right, why she's involved with it. Yeah. Um, so she's sitting at, you know, they're tied up at chairs and they're being threatened and whatever. And she's like, well, I have a guy and basically mentions like, there's somebody who's looking out for her, watching her back or something. And he's an aggressive, yeah, it's someone that I think she just completely makes up and is yeah, like, she's he's going to be, yeah, she's always like lying and always fabricating some shit. And she's like, yeah, that he's going to drive by and he, yeah, cause he doesn't like when I don't reach out to him or something, he knows where I'm at. And then she just snaps to literally the phone call you were just talking about where she like FaceTimes her son or like, yeah. uh, the guy who is with her son and who you're like, okay, an art dealer. How did she get out of that? Like, how did she get out? Because they don't show that. They don't kind of agree like, oh, okay, you've got the money. You you need to contact the guy. Great. We'll figure it out. Literally, the next scene, it just snaps to her at home, tripping balls or fucking whatever, calling her son and having a breakdown after. And it's like, well, literally I got whiplash so many times Yeah, because there's so many moments where that happens. I think you're just kind of mentioning that where you're watching the show. There's all this, not all this stuff, but like there's stuff happening. You're, you're in a certain setting and then all of a sudden you're somewhere else. Time just jumped. And then there's like context that was missed. And I don't know if they had like a shit ton of deleted scenes or something, or if it was intentional. It feels like, like the it was intentional way they wanted to do it. The they condense into yeah. The eight. 
Like, yeah, because there's there's a lot of moments where like they were like we gave you 48 hours or 24 hours or something, and it was like literally I never heard anybody say anything about that. Yeah, I don't remember that happening. Yeah, um, it was just in a sense it almost felt like it was edited by like me if I was supposed to be <laughs> editing a major production like this. Yeah, you just don't have the experience or the know-how, but right? Like trying to edit the entire show within a week. Yeah. and have it ready to go you know what i mean like i would just be like oh fuck Lost i just gotta push shit together and you're like oh well this whole section was bad this is obviously not supposed to be in and i just pushed it you know what i mean like i would never i would fail um, yeah it's it's very odd right because then there are some like really clever setups and payoffs yeah like, there's the calling out one like denny robs a like um like a, a glassware shop, like a like where you go to buy like bongs and pipes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a very funny sequence because he like takes a phone call in the middle of doing a robbery and this like after, crazy. After he had like a blanket over his head yeah. with cutouts for the eyes and wearing and goggles. goggles. Yeah, it's like the weirdest like. And they're do, they're, it's ever. like him and him and his like younger buddy friend, or yeah. druggy friend or whatever. It's it's funny, right? Because he takes a call, but anyway, like they steal all the money, right? And then they like abscond in a car, and then they also are uh, with an airstream, and then yep. the villains that just threaten Peggy steal the money in the airstream as like collateral because they've caught like Peggy in a lie, saying that their art dealer hadn't shown up yet, right? Yep. Or hadn't paid them the money that they were due yet because Peggy was bullshitting, and then well, it was also just, true, right? Yeah, she was, right, yeah. And it was then, true, but she was also lying, yeah, which is weird. Very multifaceted, right? But then they're just <laughs> driving along, yeah. and the daughter, who is very odd and very like gluttonous, like it's very played up, like yeah. drops an onion and is swerving around in the road, and then they drive past a cop who sees a swerving airstream car that was just involved in a in a robbery, a gun violent crime, and they pull yeah. over, and then like he's the cop is trying to get them out of the car. They won't get out. And then like the cop is walking away to like go get more backup. And then the daughter like sneaks out of the car and the father, like, cause he's like very aloof, like puts on toxic by Britney Spears and is like dancing really loudly. And all in the background, you're just hearing them scuffle. And that's like a good way to yeah. tell that story. Right. And then you hear a gunshot and then you see splatter on the inside of the car. And then the daughter walks back into the car and even though she's like, fine, she's like, that fucker tried to shoot me. And yep. then he like turns his head and you see there's a bullet through his head and then he like slumps over. And yep. that's like a great, that reminds me of like a Coen's brother thing where like a, com mm. a, a crazy string of events led to this guy just suddenly being murdered totally and in a way that you're never going to really predict or anticipate. And that's yeah. not caused by any of the main characters or like by a direct action. Yeah. And I actually really liked that scene because it was like the first example of the show like using its clever narrative structure to work to its advantage because now this this woman who's been very unhinged and keeps wanting to cut off people's nipples yeah uh, is suddenly like what her father and like commander basically yeah. has just been like murdered in cold blood by this cop who she's already killed and now she's like going after peggy and we never she's see like payoff, she just like breaks yeah, yeah she's she like explodes, a mental breakdown right? But, like, we never see the payoff of that, but it's it's a fun sequence of events, right? And you can see that that's, like, a really well-thought-out sequence of events, right? Where yep. in this grand mystery, you have these people who are looking for this thing, right? So much of the other show is missing components like that, where you need the you need the constant connections to forge, like, a, a, a compelling narrative. And that's, like, totally. one good example amongst a sea of terrible examples, right? Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, weird. What would have like happened in the next season, Andrew? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> Is that your least favorite question that we ask? It's one of them, yeah. Okay. Uh, because I like to just walk Let away from die. those shows that we watch and never think about them again. And then it forces <laughs> me to think really hard about what I think would happen in the next series. Right, which means uh, you have to think about the show more. Right, which most of the time, by the time we're recording the podcast, I've already let it die in my head. Um, no. I think... Um, in a season two, we see that honestly, what I think we see is that Peggy got her way out of the shit she came up with or shit okay. she got into. Right. Um, she got some cash. She was able to pay the mortgage payment um, from, for one thing or another from the art and stuff like that. Cause I imagine guru Bob 
because of this the way the show is, I imagine Guru Bob is just dead. He just like goes and runs off in the desert and just dies out there or something. Because it's just the way I feel like the show would be. And you never really hear about it and it's just kind of like, Yeah, he's gone. And then hmm. she just like lives in his place and just like sells all the art, but then blows it all on drugs and stupid shit and then loses all of it. Um, and then I think that the family of the wife of Guru Bob's wife has a, has a part to play because they mentioned really a part to play in this season. Well, yeah, but, it, but the greater family, you mean like the, her right? parents, let's say, as opposed to just her brother. Well, well, they mentioned that she was a, uh, a member of some crime family or something. Yeah. Like that. Like a, yeah. They, they mentioned it in like one of the last episodes. So I think like someone from out of town, that's her family comes looking because not only is she dead and there's been word about her and um, you know, what may have happened to her, but also her is her brother. Yeah. Her brother's the, the guy that runs guy at the tanning shop yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, he also is now dead and his, his goon, and so obviously some shit's going down with their family. And so they come to, to figure it out and she, you know, has to figure out some way out of that, but then also has to figure out the next grift. Um, and that's really the best I've got. Okay. So, so pretty standard. Um, I'm going to go a little bit deeper. I think that she f- becomes a full fledged PI and I think she stops working at the weird theme park carnival, old time, kind of, old West kind of place after she dies. After she died, no, I think it would be like a comedy <laughs> beat, right? Where they would like launch yeah. her, and she would just like kind of fall, like not like aggressively fly out of it, but just like fall out of it slowly. Like, like half her body it. is out, yeah, and then she just falls out of the top. Exactly, of the and she falls yeah. like six feet, right? And she's not hurt. Like maybe her back's hurt, but she's not actually <laughs> yeah. Injured, right? I she's don't a want... little sore. Yeah, yeah, like, and she's already on a bunch of pain pills, right? She's like trying to steal oxy <laughs> yeah. from Guru Bob and does multiple times, right? Yeah. But I think like we see her become the more full fledged PI and integrate herself into the offices of uh, of her PI friend uh, Bruce is his name Bruce Harvey in the show played by yep. Brad Garrett, uh, trying to help him reconcile his life because it's so it's this is the only time I really laughed in the show because we see that he is like very destitute because he had a business partner that absconded with all of his money all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, classic, like, oh, I trusted this person with all my money, and then they ran away with it, right? And then in the process, he, like, Peggy kind of keeps bringing him back up, like, out of the trenches, right? She's like, here, use this money, this seven grand or whatever, to keep the business afloat, right? Because I need this just as much as you do. And he'll, like, start crying weirdly and like, very awkward, uncomfortable scenes. And again, it's played for a fun funny moment. And then later on, he's like, okay, I'm giving you a real case. Like, find out who this woman's cheating on like cheating with right and then she actually does it or her friend does it for her basically because peggy can't do anything for herself she's always like grifting other people to do her job and it's revealed later on that this woman is actually the pi's wife who's been cheating on him with another woman and so then he pulls out a gun and just starts shooting at cars in the parking lot of like the mall complex that he's in because he's just like lost his fucking mind and it's just like great because it's like this it's it's a moment of levity but it's also like earnest and like thoughtful because peggy is genuinely trying to help this person even if it is for her own gain and i really laughed at that so it would be funny to flesh out their relationship a little bit more they're partners now they're going on stakeouts together they're doing those kinds of fun things i think that would be interesting they're quite Uh, the duo yeah yeah, like they have, a, they're funny when they're together. I think like that's yeah. kind of the best stuff in the show is when they're like bantering off one another. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And uh, then I would also imagine that there would be some completely unrelated kind of grift going on. Like I would want yeah. the next season to to be a complete deviation in the sense of like new story, new case, new big kind of thing for her to chase. New cast. Yeah, you, you flesh out, you know, there's no Guru Bob, but you have a new, uh, you know, yeah. similar type, right? A narcissistic guy that got away with a murder or something in line with that. Right. Um, or, you know, you, you, you make like a fun femme fatale who's like a diamond smuggler or something. I don't know. Like, you can do a lot of fun things with it, right? And yeah. p- because Patricia Arquette is not on the straight and narrow, you can do a lot of fun underworld-like things, right? Like half the show is her trying to get past a pee test so she can have more methadone because she keeps taking yeah. drugs and so she can't pass the the pee test 
because mm-hmm. you know it like there's some ludicrous fun things like i said the bones of the show are there it just yeah. isn't fleshed out enough so another season you could have like honed honed the narrative a little bit better found a more compelling case narrative study trim off all the excess fat and you have a really good show but alas she is gonna die in a cannon accident well, I mean, I think we're at we're at the logical place to start talking about our star ratings. Yeah. Uh, but first, yeah, remind I our listeners and and anyone who's new to the pod uh, what what our star rating is. Yeah. Uh, so it's a star rating of zero to five. Zero is going to be uh, basically a show that should have never really gone past a fleeting thought or kind of a fleeting idea. Um, we have a one is going to be a, a show that deserved. Uh, to see a pilot but pretty much after the pilot it's kind of a goner all right we probably shouldn't have made any more it was good it was worth seeing uh, a pilot it was it was a good enough idea on paper but we're not proceeding two would be a show that was basically rightfully canceled after one season um it was a good enough story good enough bones uh, an idea to see a season of it but it really just didn't hit didn't deserve to proceed uh, three would be a season that is kind of like, hey, you know what? It was all right. You know, I liked it. I didn't like it. With it could have gone with maybe a season with a yeah. couple refinements, or or maybe if it had a few tweaks here and there, it could have it could have kept going pretty easily. Uh, a four would have been a show, uh, would be a show that is a bit sad that it was canceled. Uh, a show that we rather enjoy. It's not the best show um, that that ever existed. But we would have wanted to see more. There was enough there to to, to keep us interested in, in seeing more. Uh, five would be a show that's basically criminal to cancel, right? Um, you're probably How all thinking of... You you're all probably... Yeah, exactly. How dare you cancel this show? It's a stain on your ledger. Um, random studio person that decided this <laughs> was done. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the star rating. I think for myself... Um, I think I, I found a little bit less of this show redeeming than you did. Okay. And I, I think I'm putting it at a one. Um, okay. I do agree that it had good bones and there was a decent idea, but literally after the pilot episode, I knew the show was going to be bad and yeah. that I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's pretty textbook. Um, yeah. what about you? No, I, I think I'll surprise you and say that it was also a one for me. Oh, I, I thought you were going to two. I wanted to give it a two, but then by yeah. the end of it, it's like only really like the last three episodes are really that good in the right. season where I felt like yeah. I really followed it. I felt like the totally. story was like cohesive and made sense. Yeah. Uh, and so I have to give it a one just because like the full season didn't entice me in any way. Right. Like, like yeah. just what you were describing with our like review system. Right. Like it's like, it deserved a full season. I don't know if this really deserved a full season from what I saw. I totally. think the idea is fine and good. I, you know, I, yeah. I think like if you could have made a better pilot, changed some of the casting, changed the narrative a little bit, tightened yeah. up the scripts, it could easily be a two or a three. Uh, but unfortunately that's just not the case. And so I have to give it a one. Like it's just, you know, it's not a zero. It's not a horrible concept. It's not like a totally patently false idea. Right. Um, but it is, uh, it, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't good. It falls. It falls pretty well into a one, into a one star. Yeah. Um, so so ones across the board. It's a bummer because I, you know, like I said, I I like the people in the show. I like yeah. the concept. Um, it just didn't execute. You know, and that's that's ultimately Absolutely. what we we kind of look at look for in these shows, right? Because like mm-hmm. there are other shows that might have terrible ideas, but they execute <laughs> like really well on them. Totally, Alcatraz. And, totally. Yeah, Alcatraz is a great. Example, except <laughs> that one was great in every respect god uh-huh. is there ever gonna be a day where you don't give me shit about alcatraz i haven't given you like okay no i just mean in our lives <laughs> in our lives uh yes yes uh we have people that have access to the recordings the full recordings and they can verify and confirm that there have been multiple episodes that i have not given you shit yeah, I also think Alcatraz. that you you did redeem Alcatraz. You you've since said that you wish you could go back and realize how good how good you had it back then. That's a fucking lie. N- that is not. I have that said is absolutely that. A lie. Okay, this is what I've said. I know that for a fact that is not what I said. What I said was that Alcatraz was better than a lot of the shitty shows we've seen to this point. 
So that's okay. what I've said. Gun to Not your that head. I would go back and I regret giving it whatever rating I gave. No, no, no. You, you, I don't remember exactly what you said, right? But you did say that it was better than you gave it credit for. Based on yeah, some of the when you compare it, yeah, when yeah, you compare it to I mean. some of the shows like Running Wild, do you think I'm gonna put Running Wild above Alcatraz? <laughs> you think I'm gonna put this show above Alcatraz? Hell no. You know what I mean? So like, when you have a greater perspective <laughs> of how much shitty television exists in the world, you put Alcatraz a little bit higher, and that's all I said. Um, I'm gonna go and put Alcatraz on after this. Wow! So you're I can just hear. Night. I can just hear. Uh, Emerson Hauser's luxurious voice over the. Oh my gosh! The... Go watch Jurassic Park. That's better. Or Peaky Blinders. It's got Sam Neill. That's better than that. Both of those are better than that. Um, uh, debatable, I think. Anyways, we're getting ready to wrap up here. Presley, will you please tell our fans where they can engage with us? Yeah. So our website is always the best place to go. Uh, www.season1pod.com very simple and easy uh we have all of our episodes up there we have episode lists of like future upcoming episodes because we have all of the shows that we have ever found that are one season uh runs and then we also just have like the past episodes that we've done we also have merch up there if you care to uh rock our cool logo uh, i have a hoodie that i would wear if it wasn't a billion degrees out across the entire planet right now right um, but strongly recommend uh, anyone who's interested in, in picking up some merch from us uh also all of our social medias are at season underscore one underscore pod pretty simple just uh instead of spaces underscores because that's how social medias work uh engage with us there we have a threads we have a facebook we have an instagram we have a whatever the fuck uh twitter is now is it x <laughs> i'm gonna make it yeah. i'm gonna call it uh key because like that's the i think like x in greek is pronounced that way key okay like chi okay. is like the way you spell it so just that's to not fuck with Elon, that's not kai or is that a different it's see it's it's like should be pronounced kai but i think it is pronounced key hmm. it's like how everyone says hercules not heracles but heracles is the right way to say it have you never heard that i no the thing is is that i don't trust you, and we're not getting into this because this is not no, gonna this be is a, real thing. a three hour episode of this podcast but you plus pronunciation is not logical and it sucks and more if you really want to know about Presley's thing with grammar and how he says everything wrong, buy him a beer and ask him about the letter C. And I guarantee you, you'll want to drill your ears out of your head. I feel like Anyways. I'm being dragged across over the coals right now. You 100% all I'm saying are. is if you let, like all the other pronunciations follow yeah. that structure in, in Greek. That's Got all. It. I'm not. This is not Got a disputed it. thing. Okay. I'll. Okay, I, I will Google trust it. you. Our listeners I will can trust look into you. it. Okay, I will um, trust you. Anyway, <laughs> now that Andrew's fucking continues to drag me, now that from Presley my unpopular sufficiently, somebody's dragged. gotta be on the other side of average. You know, like somebody's below gotta average? be on the below average side, <laughs> the below the, that chooses the the things that the people oh, don't man. like. I like sour yeah. things. I like the winter. I hate the letter C. All of the standard yeah. things. Yeah, you know that's really standard. Anyway, we've gotten on a massive tangent. And I'm massive sure this tangent. is going to be the clip that we post on our social media to show how fucking unhinged we are. Poss quite possibly, um, but yeah, follow us on social media. Uh, we we post little clips from from our episodes here, so it's yeah. also a good way to like if you want to share the podcast with other people, you could send them a little clip that you think is funny of us uh, going insane, and uh, maybe they would enjoy it. Well, we also have a TikTok. I forgot that TikTok is a Me thing, because I do not have a TikTok, but our our, yes, our do. podcast does have a TikTok, so yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I should make one to follow us. Anyway, that is where they can find us, but now it is time, finally, for Andrew to tell us what new show we are going to be watching uh, all of us collectively for the next thing. He clearly came unprepared as he I pulls out his phone <laughs> to pull up the note. Uh, I clearly was not uh, spending the hour before recording figuring out how to get my um, <laughs> setup to work on a different computer. We are going to watch Resident Advisors. Oh, boy. What is? Do we know what this is? I know nothing about this show. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you can just I, pick a name. I picked a name, and I picked it because I was an RA for three years in college, and I'm interested to see how it matches up 
uh, versus the experience of a resident advisor. Okay. Well. And uh, I'm looking it up right now to give everybody a quick idea of what it is. Oh, so is Jamie Chung. She's good. All right. Take your word for it. Never heard of her. Um, yeah. It's basically it's just a show about a bunch episodes. of resident. Holy shit. Oh, it's only seven episodes. Nice. <laughs> I mean, um, unless there's only like the main character listed is only appearing in seven episodes. So either that I'm or seeing like seven a episodes. It's, a, it's another short one. It's an easy watch for, for those of you uh, who want to follow along who want to follow especially along, since we are releasing can't watch super late. long shows yeah um it looks like it's on hulu it's a hulu original but basically it's just about a bunch of ras and their escapades uh and experiences in the residence hall or dorm depending on where you went it's gonna be so fun and i can't wait for it it's gonna be so um, good i'm like i'm sure it won't be show. another terrible show do you it's a separate I think yeah. the track record is that you've picked some good shows and I haven't picked any. Do you think I'll ever pick a good show? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, because it's a taste issue. And <laughs> God as it. you previously mentioned, you like things that taste bad compared to other people. So I'm not roasting you. I'm just quoting you. That's a, uh, you are just quoting me. Um, um, then so. again, I haven't seen these shows a lot. Of, I have actually seen a number on our list, but most yeah, of the shows I picked, I've not seen before. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm sad now. <laughs> what a good thanks for to listening to our episode. podcast where the subject is dragging Presley. <laughs> so they bully Presley hour. Anyway, uh, everyone, sincerely, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Please uh, write a review if you're enjoying the show in the pod. We we, we 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 read them. We like the stars. Please. Yeah. We give star ratings, so why don't you give a star rating to us? That's what we should say. Let us um, know, too, what you want to hear more of. If yeah, you like, like the us breaking down the, the series and you want to hear more about the actual series because you're never yeah. going to watch it, which is totally fine and respectable. I wish I couldn't or I didn't <laughs> sometimes. Um, <laughs> let us know. If you want to hear more just banter and us bullshitting, let us know. You know, we're, we're open. Hear we we want to hear your feedback. my opinions yeah. about everything and talk about how much he hates me. Yeah, Presley can be a better arguer, but I have better points, so I usually win. I don't see. That didn't really make sense, but I'll let it slide. Completely makes sense. I don't. We can talk about it offline. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you next time when we are watching uh, Resident Advisors. But until next time, my name is Presley. My name is Andrew, and we watched it. See you on after.